This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Thank you for listening to another episode of my podcast, which I will soon rename yet again. Uh, <laughs> the new name is going to be The Day Peace Talk Podcast. I, I know that's a lot of words, but I'm just going through this complete rebranding. And I, I want to stay uh, consistent with Day Peace being in the center of everything, right? Because uh, <laughs> when I first started off doing comedy... I was going by Comedian Day Day. Like, that was just what everybody was calling me. And my first logo had Comedian Day Day, and then it had hashtag funny and blessed. And that's just, a ha- like, that's my hashtag. Like, I, I always go back to that. That, I, I was sitting down, I think, doing one of my first uh, news article interviews and uh, for the newspaper. And she asked me, like, why, why, why funny and blessed? Like, why, and, and I... For, for for a long time, I just stopped thinking about it. Like, I stopped. I, I would use it, but I, I stopped thinking about the importance. So when I think about it, when I look at, like, my first logo, I, I constantly go back to this is how it all started, right? Because uh, that was the name. That was the first name. And, you know, signing up, doing comedy. And Funny and Blessed was just always the the, the thought, Right. It was it was always uh, understanding that you're funny and understanding that you are blessed and putting those two things together and going out and, and executing and delivering and being funny and ha ha telling jokes and, and, you know, growing. So I think about the podcast, which, you know, we went from Peace Talk podcast to Peace Talk. And uh, I just I want to go back to when you are searching for my my stuff. Right. Uh, I want Day Peace to just be at the center of everything. So a uh, new podcast is going to be called, or it's the same podcast, but the new, the new name will be the Day Peace Talk Podcast. And this episode will be another short one because it got pushed back. My cousin, who had been on the podcast before, is releasing another new music project. It's another album, which I think is an EP but he typically releases them on the 31st of December or the January 1st. But he uh, missed the deadline. Something got pushed back and we weren't able to do our chit chat. So that got pushed back to next week. So next week he should be my guest. My mother wants to be back on it. And uh, my wife is is looking for uh, us to do a quick episode. So that's how I'm going to kind of phase out this season as we get ready for season six. And I just, I, I got to be honest with you, the, I never, I never imagined enjoying this as much as I had, because for a long time, again, you're just figuring out what to say, what to put out. And I'm not going to say, I think I figured it out, but I will say I'm, I'm so much more closer to the idea 
than I had when I first started. Because, again, this is sort of, it's almost like green room talk where I, I'm, I'm just unfiltered, me and you are in a room. And I'm, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm letting you know what I think and how I feel. And I was, I was going through this, like, I need to, I need to spruce it up, right? I need to find, you know, hot button topics and, and be more controversial. And I don't, not, no, I'm good. (laughs) Like, I'm sure it would be, uh, maybe more entertaining to a wider bunch, but, for me, that's just that's just not who I am and how I am. Like I don't, you know, I don't like like for example, Bill Cosby is 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 getting ready to tour uh, apparently this year, and you know, like what's my hot hot button topic? Uh, don't <laughs> you know? Like please please don't. I think it's I think it's ridiculous, but I'm also aware that you know. People will buy those tickets because they want to hear what he has to say, and and I think that's that's just how we that's just the world we live in or the country that we live in. I mean, if if Louis C.K. can win a Grammy for his latest album after the shit that he did, and it, you know, I want to say the Me Too era, but um, then I think we. I don't want to say people get a pass because I don't think that's that's exactly what happened. You know, he did uh, stop working essentially for about a year or so. And I remember (laughs) I remember there was a comedian on Facebook who turned down a gig like he refused to do the gig because CK was on the lineup or was headlining the show or whatnot. And everybody like rallied behind him like hey great job it was a you know uh i believe a i want to say straight white male comic and everybody rallied behind him and then people started throwing them work like hey good job i know you missed out on this and that opportunity here's some here's some and and that was pretty dope right because it acts you it act it 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 helps ask the question what is your line how far would you go and as a comedian personally who would you work with with and who would you not work with my 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 friend slash uh barber Ra, who's been on the podcast he wrote a book and uh he helps keep my hairline alive like this this man deserves <laughs> deserves a lot of a lot of love and respect he uh he asked me you know he just barbershop talk but he asked me from time to time like hey if jj jimmy walker calls you or his agent calls you to open up would you do it if ck Louis C.K. or actually, if Bill Cosby, if so on and so forth. And and sometimes, ideally, he's picking some of the worst candidates for me, where I would I would I would either have to seriously think about it or it's an instant no. But I think those are those are good questions to ask yourself. You know, and I think sometimes we we might be surprised at the answer. And I don't know if that's necessarily a horrible thing, because I I think about my life and some of the bad decisions I've made, like just terrible choices, day day. Like, <laughs> and a lot of them, I learned so much more about myself. Uh, and, and, and there were times where I was shocked. Okay, there was there were some 
there were some lady situations where I was like, don't do this day. You know, so you better than this. I was not better than this. <laughs> okay. Like I was, you know what I mean? I, 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 I ate the red and the blue pill. It was, it was, you know, but, but I, I seriously feel like I, I learned from them. I grew from those experiences and we're, we're not done making mistakes in our life. You know, I'm 37. I'm, I'm turning 38 this year. We're not done making mistakes in our life, but if we can't at least acknowledge had I not gone through that to get through that, then what are we doing? So, uh, some of my horrible, you know, working relationships and I may, I, I may have brought this up and I, this always still bring this still, it, I don't know if it still bothers me or if I'm just so petty, I can't let it go. But there is a, there is a gentleman who refused to book me because I kept calling him by his last name. And again, <laughs> am I wrong? Let's just, yes. Like, if 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 I tell you my name is Janet and you call me Jackson, okay, like all the time, I'm sure that might get annoyed to the point where I'm like, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to associate with you. My name is Janet, okay. Like I would just freak out, and that would be the thing. However, uh, you know, I I look at it from my perspective because that's what we do in life. We go through life and we look through things through our own perspective. And if someone kept calling me Peace, I. I would have no problem with it. I mean, unless something terrible, like, uh, so, so the guy's name is, uh, is his last name is Ryan. So maybe for people who have like, you know, first name, last names or whatever, maybe they've gone through their whole life and they're like, I don't like being called <laughs> by my last name and it makes me angry. So you like refuse to book me. And, I, I I went the pettiest route that I could where I you know I eventually I eventually apologize because again I'm wrong, yes. However, the pettiness ensued when I constantly kind of bugged him almost to be rebooked. And it took I, no lie, probably a year and a half for him to finally say, Look, I'm not gonna rebook you. And I was like <laughs> it was almost like a this is what I was waiting for. Okay, like I know it. You know it and I know it. But until you say it, I'm just going to keep fucking bugging you. So anyway, I'm getting off the point. Point is, learn from it and um, you you grow. You you, you just, and, and that's what, that's what I have had to do in, in this, in this career. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode of Peace Talk Podcast is brought to you by Ruby Ribbon. But more specifically, one of my best friends who sells the product, she got uh, completely into it and it changed her life. And so she started changing other people's lives. And I think that is incredible. Uh, Ruby Ribbon is a three-in-one solution to an everyday problem, the underwire bra. So women who are out there that hate your bra... 
don't like your bra. You guys are having issues and problems and you break up every week. <laughs> like, uh, this is a this is a solution. You can get comfortable everyday shapewear that can also be worn as outerwear. Uh, it it it's, it's it it actually takes one three inches off your waist. This is like a seven second tummy tug, and it's for every woman of all different sizes. So big, small, big boobs, small boobs. They have you covered. Uh, what's pretty incredible is my mother bought it. My wife bought it. A lot of my best friends bought it. And at first, to be honest, they, they buy it to support, right? Like, hey, I'm selling a new product. Can you buy it and support? But they bought it and they absolutely love it. And it's changing their lives and it's changed a lot of women's lives. And if you are interested in having your life changed and, and wearing a bra and, and you know, a fitting that, that works a lot better than probably what you have, please uh, reach out to her. Uh, <laughs> it's www.myshamama.com. That's M-Y-S-H-E-M-A-M-A dot com. Tell her they sent you and uh, she'll take great care of you. They'll help with sizing and everything else. So uh, check it out. Let me know how it goes. And uh, good luck, ladies. Check her out. Uh, I'm just going through a little bit of a rebranding and I I, I want to do these things. And, and I think I don't want to do these things. And, uh, you know, wish me a lot of luck because... If last year was the best year of my life, as far as comedy, this has got to be a great follow-up. This has got to be a decent sequel to uh, to 2022. And I took the first week off of the year, so I'll be back on stage uh, this Friday in Mason City at my uh, monthly show that I do there every second Friday. It's a free show, and that show has been very instrumental in my ability to do comedy closer to where I live on a regular uh, I have a couple of shows on my schedule on my link tree. If you want to go check that out, I'll be in Colorado, which I've never done comedy in Colorado before. So that's coming up in two weeks. And uh, I'm just I'm just very excited to get back out there, kind of uh, look at the material that I've been ruffling through over the last couple of years and sort of saying, OK, this is these are the new jokes that I'm going to do. These are the jokes I'm no longer going to do and finding that middle of continuing to still entertain my new year's show was still great and it was a great example of uh mixing both old and new material together so i'm gonna end the episode with talking about my top five episode or top five episodes my top five shows of last year and i you know if you've been listening i've talked about them already and uh more ways than none but coming in at number five so uh, May 13th, my comedy album came out. It went number one. And I also had a show that night, which uh, I, I had a, uh, a comedy album release. It was a comedy album release party. And I didn't, I didn't have that for the first album because it was a pandemic, I, you know, released in 2020. Actually, I released it in, in one form. And then I put some singles out on all the major platforms. And then I didn't release the album until like, you know, six months later. So I just didn't have that experience. So this time around, I had the experience. I got on stage, I talked for 30 minutes. I still have the recordings on my computer that I have not edited to put out since of May of last year. And I I, I watched it and I, I just, the editing, it just, uh, it's, it's dreadful. Like if you are listening and you're like, hey, I love doing editing stuff and I don't charge a lot, please hit me up because I would love to just record content and give it to someone and then they, hey, knock your knock your socks off. 
But I, I, I spoke about the albums. It was a 30-minute time on stage. And then I just I proceeded to get drunk. And if I could be honest with you, I, I was a little drunk before we started. It was just a huge celebration. I I had never uh just just me and you talking. I had never been more more proud of myself in comedy than releasing art, you know, some some new jokes and bits and crowd work and it it becoming number 1 on iTunes and Amazon and I think as as I go into this year I have to back off of that as much because I, I mean, I leaned heavy on it. Like, hey, say, what, what's your intro? Make sure you say. <laughs> now I gotta. Now I'm gonna ease off of it because, um, I mean, I'm gonna still promote the album, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ease off on it from the idea that now I need to build more credits and credentials and things for people to say as far as opening and uh, that that's what I need to work on. But anyway. So it was just, I got drunk. I passed out in the green room. I was like a, a fucking rock star. It was, it was a really fun night for me. Not the best, like, uh, performance, but I still had some great comics that came through and smashed the stage. So it, it was just a win-win all around. And that's my number five. Number four was my big rag bry, uh performance where I got to uh, MC and also perform... Uh, the main stage was Ragbrise, this huge bike cyclist uh, event in Iowa. And I got to bring on stage Don Felder, formerly with the Eagles and the band Sugar Ray. And it was it was just it was just a really cool uh, experience for me. Uh, <laughs> I never been in front of thousands of people telling jokes. So, uh, you know, I, I have that I have that ability to say, you know, what's the largest crowd that you've been in front of? And I can say 10,000 plus, you know, we, again, we were looking for 20 to 40,000, but again, 10,000 is still incredible, you know, especially for me and where I'm at. So, um, it wasn't, it wasn't like the best set that I ever, I ever did. I had to cut some material and it was a PG 13 show. (laughs) So, uh, a lot of what I cut, and or a lot of what I had left was a bunch of race stuff, which I don't. I talked about and joked about, and I'm still glad I did. Uh, but as the show went on, as the night went on, and by the end of the night, I just felt so comfortable being on that stage in that moment, and that was that was really cool for me. So that's number four. Uh, both of those places are in Mason City, Iowa. Number three. Uh, spoiler alert, also in Mason City, Iowa. This is uh, back at the place that I just mentioned, Mason City Bruin, which is where I do my monthly show. I had a birthday show there in March, and my mother, it was a birthday roast, and my mother got on stage. It was the first time, and that's on YouTube. If you have not watched it, please watch it. It's She just go in. It's it's a great set, but she was very funny, and she she talked shit about me. And it was a, it was a really cool moment to share that with my mom so that's my number three it was just an emotional show all all around uh very fun and extremely high turnout like it was just shoulder the shoulder type of type of uh it was one of those nights no you know nowhere to sit uh insanely packed the energy was 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 at an all-time high number two was the actual album recording so in des moines iowa at the comedy club that that i i frequent tehe's comedy club that's where I recorded the the album, 
And again, unlike the first album, I did two shows. So I had an early show and a late show. And the early show was the material. And the late show was pretty much crowd work. Just that experience uh, of, of challenging myself. You know, like if you ask me like my top shows of my life, both of my albums are in it because of what they meant and the process. You know, I hear uh, the secret of life. Like, hey, you want to know what the secret of life is? It's progress, constantly working towards something. And then when you get that, work on something else that you want or improve the thing that you have. It's 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 quite genius. If I can be honest with you, like it's one of those like clickbaits, like what's the secret? And then you're like, you know what? I, I agree with that. And again, the second album, Side B, pretty much comes up it it comes along because of the failures or the lessons that I learned from the first album like everything I wanted to do differently or get right from the first album I do on the second album and I think that's just the power of progress right it's like oh man like if I you know had I done these things for the first album you know who who knows and uh, I wanted to be looser with the material. I wanted to do crowd work. I wanted to be a little controversial. I wanted to do two shows. I wanted to pick between. It was. It was just. It was just great. It was. It was a really great uh, experience. And obviously, the results is is uh, number one. And then the number one show of last year was my big casino show, which I, I talked enough about. I think I did a whole episode about it. And it was, it was, so if I, if I'm, if I can tell you my top shows of my entire life, all 11 years, both of the albums are in it, as well as this casino show. It was just, it was a pinnacle. Like these shows for me are always like, you know, your season finales, your final acts. They're always like this huge conclusion of so much work um, and, and, and coming together and hitting that point. And it was just, it was a show that had so many highs. There were some issues that I had. Again, I talked a little bit about them. But as far as my personal performance and my personal production and how how I think it went overall, it was incredible. So number one show of last year. These are also just like top three of my life, the casino and both my albums. And I wanted to leave you with that. So I think as we reflect on last year and we, we kind of challenge ourselves, hey, this is what I want to do differently, or these are my resolutions, or these are what I want to work toward. I think we are at that point now where we, we, we look at the rear view, we look at how great or bad 2022 was for us, and you know we, we start looking further ahead to what we got planned for this year. So uh, that's the episode. I will be back with some family guests, and uh, I love you. I hope you guys are doing well. And uh, go out and and kick ass today and this week. If you can do anything, do that for me. All right, I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Peace. If you want me to read an ad for you or your business, just give me money, okay? I I will say how great your product is. I'll call you a humanitarian. This season, I'm looking to get sponsorship, which just helps take this podcast up another level. Uh, there's a couple of different ways you can do it and a couple of different ways you can reach out to me. So you can go to my email, which is uh, 
the comedian day day d-a-y-d-a-y at gmail or you can reach out to me through my link tree which is link tr.ee slash day peace comedy uh anything is appreciated everything is appreciated don't forget to laugh today peace Thank you.